This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Junkies, welcome to this special presentation brought to you by the PTB Wrestling Network. I'm your co-host, Scott Griscolo. This is a special reaction episode of the NWA Saturday special, although it is Monday morning if you're listening to it when it first drops. I am your co-host, Scott Griscolo. Joining me, as always, for these travails, a two-day journey through 75 years of history, the doctor, Dr. G. George Bellino. Ooh, we. Yes, we're going to have some fun tonight. We are. But in a good way. Uh, NWA 75 is in the rearview mirror. Uh, it is Monday morning, so we're letting you know that this is a total spoilers episode. We're going to talk about results and opinions. So if you have not watched the show yet, and you're going to, hit pause. Do not listen to the rest of this if you want to be surprised. If you don't want to be surprised or you have watched it, continue listening. Thanks for joining us. But if you want to be, if you want to watch the show and be surprised, uh, pause us, watch the show, and then listen to us afterwards. Let us know if you agree or disagree. All right. So, as everyone has noticed, uh, Dr. G and I, particularly me, have been very critical of Mr. Corgan and the way the last, say, year of booking in the National Wrestling Alliance has been. Dr. G's been a little more diplomatic about it than me. But one of us one of us has to not be diplomatic. Who wants a mutual admiration society? Those podcasts are boring. So I was a little skeptical, admittedly, going into this weekend at the Chase in St. Louis because I wasn't quite sure what I was going to get, particularly, of course, out of the main event. One thing I will always say, and Dr. You and I have said this every episode we've ever done of our show, when it comes to in-ring, when it comes to the matches themselves, the NWA always delivers. Very rarely do they put on a show where a majority of the matches suck. The The results may not be what we like a lot of the time, but the matches themselves are usually really good. True or false? No, I, I totally agree with you on that. I mean, and no matter which, even the, the greatest of pay-per-views, you know, that we've watched over our lifetime, there's always going to be a stinker or two in there. Mm-hmm. So right. you're not going to get every match to be great. But we we don't get anything that's just utterly offensive. You know, maybe a few matches I could think of over the, you know, a few years with NWA, but nothing to to get crazy about. We knew we were going to get pretty good in-ring product. It was just a matter of how things were going to be booked. Right. So we had a lot of matches over the last two days. If you count the pre-shows, there were 14 matches on Saturday, 13 matches on Sunday. So there were 27 matches this weekend at NWA 75. Now, they, of course, they do 
a pair of two-day shows. Of course, the Crockett Cup is also two days, but that's different because they've got a ton of uh, they got a ton of you know tag team matches, so that's obviously a little different. Um, we're not going to break down each match. I'm going to give you the results, and then we're gonna we'll talk about some of the highlights and lowlights uh, of our of the of the show. So we'll start off again. Spoilers. We're giving match results. So if you've listened this far and you realize, holy crap, I haven't watched the show yet. I don't want to be spoiled. Stop listening. Pause it. Go watch the show on fight. I think it's 40 bucks for the I think it's 40 bucks for the uh, <coughs> for the bundle, which isn't bad. Forty dollars for 27 matches. It's not too bad. And. Uh, and then come back to us. All right, here we go. So on night one. Robert Anthony defeated Magic Jake Dumas as that little Magic Inc. group starts to, to disintegrate. In the finals of the U.S. Tag Tournament showdown, Daisy Kill and Talos, um, Daisy Kill and Talos defeated the Fixers. to get the number one contender spot uh, in the United States tag team title match, which would be on Sunday night two. Zion defeated Jordan Clearwater by submission in a singles match, but Jordan Clearwater's weekend would not be over. And then Jack Cartwheel won the Jubilee Jamboree match for a World Junior Heavyweight Championship. He won the... uh, uh, that Jubilee match that had Alex Taylor, Eric Jackson, Koa Laxamana, and Matt Vine. Definitely did so Jack. Pick that. You did. You did say Jack Cartwheel. Then on the show proper, Max the Impaler is your new world women's television champion. Max defeated Kenzie Page by pinfall, but it would not be the end of Kenzie Page's weekend. Not by a long shot. Throw Billy Silas, finally, <laughs> after couple of blown tries is finally the national heavyweight champion. He defeated um, Kratos and Odinson by pinfall in that three-way for the vacant title. Joe Alonzo upset Homicide in a no-DQ match. He pulled the trunks, but it was a no-DQ match. Joe Alonzo. Homicide, by the way, honored Terry Funk. He had a Funk U, like, uh, do-rag. And uh, he his, his shorts, his wrestling shorts, were those... The striped ones that uh, yeah. Funk used to wear in the in ECW, the black and red, and that was kind of cool. Yeah, uh, the Brothers of Funstruction—that's the clown team of Dipshit and Fuckstick with Violent Doofus—defeated Magnum Muscle. So clearly, <laughs> Philly thinks nothing of that team. Um, in a match that uh, we weren't sure how it was going to go, and we didn't carry the way as long as going to be really good, and it actually was really good. Colby Carino is your new world junior heavyweight champion. He did defeat Kerry Morton. But Kerry Morton would have a very entertaining rest of the weekend. We'll get to that in a minute. Jax Dane did defeat Tim Storm in the no disqualification match. It was only three minutes, and I think Tim Storm got hurt. I don't know if it was if it was kayfabe or, or shoot, but three minutes into the match, he looked injured, and they stopped the match. Now, Tim Storm did not do commentary on Saturday. Danny Deals did with Joe Galley and Velvet Sky, but Tim came back. Yesterday, if you're listening to this on Monday, uh, for the second night. Um, 
Speaking of Kenzie Page, she comes out out of the blue as the first participant in the Burke Invitational, and she wins it. Yep. She last eliminated former world's women's champion, uh, Allison Kay. So Kenzie Page has a world women's title match Sunday. Matt Cardona defeated Ricky Morton by pinfall. That was his surprise opponent, which I thought was kind of lame. But it's all right. And he beat the crap out of him after the match. And uh, the Southern Six, Kerry Morton and uh, Alex Taylor, came out to stop it. And Matt Cardona ran off. So who's the face, who's the heel? Because technically they're both heels. Not sure. We have new... We heard that a lot this weekend, Dr. G. More than I thought. Yes. New World Tag Team Champions. Blunt Force Trauma, the new Doom. With Aaron Stevens, defeated La Rebellion. So that's twice now this year that Blunt Force Trauma has defeated um, La Rebellion. So Carnage and Damage, which is, of course, Rodney Mack and Marche Rocket, are your new World Tag Team Champions. And in the main event, longest match of the night, 1538, she did it again, folks. That's why she's the hardest working champion in the business. Camille and Natalia Markova put on a banger of a no-limits match for the World Women's title. Best spot of the weekend... Camille speared Natalia through the ropes, through a table on the floor. And that's how she got the pin. What a moment. Yeah, that was a, that was a great match. Probably the match of the weekend. We'll get to part two in a minute. Before I move on to part two, Dr. G, your overall tharts. tharts. How about that? I came up with a new word. <clears throat> your overall thoughts on uh, night one. And then we'll get to some specifics in a well, minute. Your overall thoughts of night one. The, the the match of the night that we predicted, which was going to be the match with Camille and Natalia Markova, that that match was phenomenal. They 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 raised the bar right there. I I that's that to me was that made the whole the whole night. Uh, the Tim Storm thing was kind of weird. Uh, didn't really. I still don't totally know what happened there. I mean, he obviously was announcing. The next night, but uh, something something didn't seem right there. I don't think it was supposed to go that that little of time. Mm, I don't think so either. I agree. Thoughts on uh, La Rebellion's uh, run ending? You know, I'm not totally shocked there. I mean, La Rebellion is uh, obviously they wrestle around the world, and you know they brought some status to the championships, but. Um, they really seem because with Aaron Stevens really, really um, pumping up blunt force trauma, like as you know, like an NWA team that he wants to keep around. Uh, I kind of like it. I, I like I. You know what I'm I'm liking um, what I'm seeing lately, and I just hope that they could build upon this on power. Is I like these factions that are being created. It's 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 yes. kind of. It's it's things are they're becoming a little bit more into focus, but they need you know, and I you know I know that you and I argue about that all the time, but he he's got to record that many shows. Obviously, he doesn't have the money to do it, and more frequently, so they have to do something where you would hope that they had have stuff built up. Now, obviously, you don't know if somebody's going to leave or or um, get hurt or whatever, but you do need to have something where you're building a storyline up because there's again there's a lot of great factions, and and this is one of them. I'm 
I'm enjoying it. I think because really those guys without the masks and without Aaron Stevens, they're kind of boring. Right. So this kind of this kind of adds a little something to their, uh, you know, to their personalities, which is what I really like. And yeah, I, I saw they like doom ripoffs. Well, whatever you things in wrestling get ripped off all the time. It, it, it's not like, you know, how many times do you see in wrestling that they're doing something that somebody did years ago? It happens all the time. Right. And if they do it well, who cares? <laughs> uh, I agree. Um, yeah, I uh, I thought I, I liked it. And, th- and then they came out. Well, we'll talk about it in a minute as I, as I go through night two. But uh, they actually came out with some pretty swank music for night two. And they actually did have kind of a doom swagger. Although, you know, Aaron Stevens is no, you know, Teddy Long, but he's still he's still a great manager, I have to say. Um, all right. So night two, which was last night, if you're listening to this on Monday, 13 more matches, three on the pre-show and uh, 10 proper. They ended up having a 21 man battle royal. I love how they get this arbitrary number of 21. I think that's weird. A 21 man battle royal to determine who Thrill Billy Silas will face later in the evening for his newly won national heavyweight championship, the it was a bunch of uh, tag teams. Let's just put it that way. Uh, it was Jordan Clearwater, Judas, Rush Freeman, Brady Pierce, Max Vine, um, Matt Vine, sorry, uh, Koa Laxamana, Magic Jake Dumas, Cody James, Wrecking Ball Ligurski, Jay Bradley, Jack Stane, Turbo Floyd, Gags the Gimp, Truth Magnum, Mims. Robert Anthony, Joe Alonzo, Dak Draper, Zicky Dice came back. He looked awful. <laughs> but Zicky Dice came back. He did. Blake, Blake Bulletproof Troop and Zion. Jordan Clearwater, who got kicked out of uh, Idolmania. So I think Jordan Clearwater is a face now, I think. Won the Battle Royal, eliminating uh, Austin Idol's guy, Zion. Do you see what Jordan I'm saying? Oh, like they got to they got to establish these storylines. Like, okay, they're in, they're out. Like, you know, it's not really. It's like, almost like it's just kind of like you're supposed to like predict by what happened, but then they don't really. That's where Billy's a little bit where it's like, come on, or have the announcers or somebody let you know what's kind of going on, whether it right. be through interviews through. That's where that desk is so missed. Yes, I, I agree, hundred percent. I really wish they would bring that back like they did when they first started in 2019. Um, yeah, because I had forgotten that, that Jordan Clearwater got kicked out of Idolmania Sports Management. But, um, so he will face Throw Billy Silas later on in the night for the national heavyweight title. Natalia Markova rebounded from that tough, crazy loss to Camille the night before she defeated Taylor Rising. So she's back on the winning track. Uh, the we have new, yes, again, new United States Tag Team Champions. Talos and Daisy Kill defeated the country gentlemen. So another title bit the dust. New United States Tag Team Champions. Now the proper show. The first match of the night was not bad. It was actually pretty good. Better than I thought. But Tom Latimer, our world television champion, completed... The Lucky Seven. He did defeat Chris Adonis by submission. He does that kind of crossover, uh, you know, almost like a crossface kind of thing. And so now he can officially cash it in for an NWA World's Heavyweight title shot. Keep that in mind when we get to the end of the show. 
we have new NWA World Women's Tag Team Champions. Yes, Pretty Empowered, Ella Envy and Kylie Page, Kenzie's sister, defeated M95, Maddie and Mr. Kate. So Pretty Empowered regains the World Women's Tag Team Championships. Their third reign. They had a regular reign, and then they had one for about 30 seconds, and now they have a, a regular one. Colby Carino, the new junior heavyweight champion, successfully defended it, defeating Jack Cartwheel. Fun match. Jack Cartwheel, incidentally, for those that don't know, and I didn't know it until the weekend, Jack Cartwheel wrestles for AAA. He wrestles down in Mexico. So. Um, Max the Impaler successfully defended the women's television title against Ruthie J. Mangled through her all over the place. La Rebellion got back on the winning path, defeating the brothers of Funstruction, Doofus and Doofus, with Doofus as their manager. And then and then Vampiro threw a pie in Violent J's face, which so attitude. You kind of enjoy So attitude era. Anyway, uh, so La Rebellion, the former world tag team champions, get back on the winning track. Kerry Morton and Matt Cardona had a match because Kerry Morton, that was announced the night before after what Matt Cardona did to, to Kerry's dad. But Kerry came out, I mean, Dr. G, full-blown heel, call, calling people assholes and I don't give a shit about you and he's swearing. and I, I, think I mean, it was fucking that shit. I really do. It's the Kerry Morton we need. I'm going to, I'm going to, and, and, and I, I'm loving their little faction. I have to be yeah, honest. Yeah, the Southern Six. They actually a pretty cool t-shirt. For once, the NWA has a cool t-shirt. And their t-shirts are relatively, well, they're about, I think they're the same price as WWE's on the website anyway. Through Billy Silas, successfully defended. Oh, and he beat Mac. Oh, and he beat, I didn't even say that. He upset Mac Cardona. He actually beat him. So, good move there by Mac Cardona giving back. Because he ain't sticking around. Mac Cardona's not an everyday wrestler in the NWA. So, this was smart for Kerry Morton to get put over. Totally smart for Kerry Morton to get put over. Yeah, I, I definitely, uh, I was... I was kind of shocked in some ways, but it was really nice. It was nice to see because uh, Kerry Morton is a future for the NWA. It's just I agree, and he's so much better as a heel. You got to keep that guy as a heel. He's so good at it, and he's going to get better. Like I said, and you can see he's starting to get in a little bit better shape. I think he puts on ten, fifteen pounds of muscle. Um, you got a future star here for, for for Belly. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I think he's a guy that they should really push further up the card if he's a guy that's going to stick around because he's getting over as a heel. I mean, he's just he's just a fucking prick. He kind of has that uh, kind of a great value, I guess you could say, like 2003, 2004, Randy Orton. Yeah. 2005. But obviously, obviously to a lesser degree. But um, so, as I said, Throw Billy Silas successfully defended his newly won national heavyweight title. He beat uh, Jordan Clearwater. Blunt Force Trauma, with some shenanigans by Aaron Stevens, successfully defended their World Tag Team Championships. They defeated Knox and Murdoch when uh, Aaron Stevens hit uh, uh, Trevor Murdoch in the face with his Mac- Michael Jackson thriller glove, which is pretty funny. I love Aaron Stevens. I really do. I love Aaron Stevens. Um, Aaron so Stevens, phenomenal. I, I, I mean, he's great on the mic. Okay, he's not really wrestling, but he's just—he really brings a lot to the table 
for a team like that. That's that's just the perfect guy. Like I said, these guys are boring without the mask, without the manager. Yep. And then the last two matches of the night have shaken the foundation of the NWA. After 813 days, someone finally toppled the brick house. Kenzie Page shocked the world and beat Camille Sunday night to become the new world women's champion. We'll get to her in a minute. I'm going to be honest with you. I was shocked by that. <laughs> I, I was. I was and I wasn't. We'll get to it in a minute. I, I, I was and I wasn't. And finally, the match that was going to make or break me, Dr. G, and would have made the tone of this podcast very different. Yep, you're not scorching the earth tonight. Nope. I put the gas can and the lighter away. We have a new NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. EC3 defeated Tyrus in the bull rope match. And because of it, not only is Tyrus no longer champion, he must retire, which makes a lot of people very happy. Admittedly, including me. I think Tyrus was done anyway. Yeah, I said it in the uh, the preview show. Uh, I With him putting that stipulation, it was put there for a reason. He's got so much going on on Fox. Um, in his book tour and, and, you know, the shows that he does, he doesn't really, uh, you know, need wrestling on an everyday basis. And, and it's obvious, like, listen, you could tell there's a lot of ring rust. He's, he's, he, he doesn't have the stamina, uh, to do it. And that's, I think that's what everybody is. I don't think anybody really totally hated him. I mean, you could see at the end of the show, the fans were actually, you know, and again, probably they're happy that he, most of them were happy. He's not champion anymore, but they cheered him because, you know, he gave it his best out there, and he did have uh, – he was over for a little while and both Impact and WWE. Mm-hmm. But his, his time has come now. You know, like, that's it. You he, the you know, he got the NWA belt uh, a little exposure. Um, it's time to go do his career that he's been doing now for, uh, what is it, four or five years now? Uh, yeah. Maybe more. <laughs> and yeah. I really, 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 really – um, I'm impressed by the way they did it, and um, you know, if you, I don't know if you want to get into that or if you want to, um, you know, at the end after the after he lost the championship, um, and I couldn't believe when he brought his kids out there with with him. Yep. Uh, his son, he's only twelve. Oh my gosh, he's 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 tall and he's a big big kid. You know. Yeah, he looks like looks like he's about as uh, big as he as big as fucking his dad is. But. But uh, but it was it was nice, and I think now this really brings the NWA into uh, uh, another realm right now. EC3, another guy that's had WWE experience, has Impact experience, has was an Impact uh, champion, brings a little credibility uh, to the belt. Yep. But is he the best choice? There's better, but. EC3 is better than Tyrus. Well, I think, I think EC3 will be solid. You know, he'll carry the belt proudly. He'll be a good heel. Um, we'll see where we go from here with that. 
the next pay-per-view will probably be late October, early November. And it'll probably be called Control Your Narrative. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, no, but I but, think, I think um, you know, we thought maybe, uh, maybe we'd see, you know, Latimer cash in t- tonight. But I think because of Tyrus being beaten. Right. And, um, Tiring. Retiring and all that, I think that would have upstaged it. So here you go. But you got a nice built-in um, feud here. Um, probably whatever the next pay-per-view is going to be. Uh, what, is, what is it usually the next one around the? Well, staff? like I said. Well, like I just said, the next one will probably be probably sometime in late October, early November, maybe. Then they'll do one in maybe mid. No, I, 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 I was saying what meaning the name of it. I'm just trying. Try, oh, I don't. Who knows? Usually it's. Usually it's something like a theme. Uh, it's something like pertaining to the guy. Like remember, yeah. enough said because that was Tyrus's. Like I said, it might be called Control Your Narrative. Who knows? Who knows? Who cares? I know. I don't know. Could be anything. But, like, well, but that's, we, that we should know be that the, the headline. We know at some point. Well, we know at some point there'll probably be a hot times at some point. Maybe well, late December into early January, maybe. But. I really would like to see. I really wouldn't want to see uh, Latimer cash that in on power. I, I'm hoping that it's going to be for a pay per view. I don't think they'll cash it in on. And power. Everybody goes, "Well, why do you say that? You, it's for free." But, but the thing is, is that you want a little build up. And what a pay well, the other thing is, it's more. also taped. But it's also taped, so you know you're not going to give it away when so, when people already know. You know what I mean? Because that's happened before. That's true too. Well, because. Cardona beat Trevor on a taped show when they did those shows in uh, what do you call it in Knoxville you know the tried Drew right. they that's where he so I don't know if they want to I, I think it'll be a paper but you know that there'll be one coming up that'll have probably have some EC3 related title and then you know there'll be a hard times somewhere and then probably another like pay-per-view with a weird name and then back to the Crocker Cup so but we'll get there we don't want to rush ahead so that was that's the results. Um, let's talk about Doctor. Just three points that you got from the weekend, uh, and then I'll give you my one of my three points is a question to you. So uh, I'll just let you know that ahead of time. But what three specific things stood out for you, good or bad, from this weekend? I I don't really see anything per se bad. Um. I, I guess the world television champion, uh, women's championship, like, what are they trying to do with that? I mean, is Max Dean Peller just going to be some monster? And, you know, I, I don't really know where they're going with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but in regards to the weekend, I mean, I take out of it, um, obviously, Camille losing the championship. Like, I thought if she was going to lose, she was going to lose against Natalia Markova, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm very shocked about Kenzie page, not saying that's a bad choice because I think, I think you're going to see if Camille is not, is sticking around or she's not taking time off or going to another company. I could see Camille and Markova going at it for a little while because, you know, that match with Markova took a lot out of her, obviously, you know, that was the whole premise when they were announcing, like, you know, she was, you know, it's not the same Camille. She's not giving you that hundred percent. Cause she it really took a lot out of her the night before. Um, so I was a little shocked by that. 
I definitely um, Kerry Morton. I think you're going to see here. I think that was a big win over Matt Cardona, and I I I, I really respect Matt Cardona for putting him over. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because like you saying, you know, you feel like he has that indie star feel, like he almost is kind of a little. Like the NWA is a little out of his league, almost. You feel sometimes when he's coming to that ring, when you see him come out. Uh, it's it, again, he does a great job at what he does, so that mm-hmm. he kind of he kind of creates that. But I really like Kerry Morton coming out there and and really just losing his mind, just totally a good heel. And I, I, you know, I like the Southern Six. I don't know. There's something about that. They're 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 um, those typical, you know, coward heels, you know, that yep. we used to love in the 80s. So I, I love it. Um, and then uh, the third point is um, is obviously, you know, Tyrus losing the championship, which is something we were not 100%. I mean, I, me, I... I predicted that that it was going to happen, that he was, you know, he was going to lose and retire. But there's always in that back of your mind, what's Billy going to do here? What's Billy going to do here? I thought they did a nice job with it. I thought they did a nice job at the end, you know, kind of honoring Tyrus a little bit at the end with um, uh, EC3 bringing back out the belt that his daughter carried to the ring. Uh, Tyrus' daughter carried the ring. So I thought that was really nice, a nice touch. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, it was a pretty good pay per view. I, I, I mean, if you really, want, if somebody really wants to nitpick every little thing, I guess you could find something. But I, I didn't, I didn't find any match offensive. I, I thought everything was was pretty entertaining. Um, yeah, you maybe you don't like the whole thing with La Rebellion and the, you know, the, the clowns. I mean, whatever, that's fine. I mean, wasn't the greatest thing in the world, but it wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. Um, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm really liking they're starting to establish some of these heel stables. Uh, I, I really enjoy, uh, blunt force trauma again. I think, I think Billy did that totally right. You just put two guys. You didn't know really what to do with, put them under masks, put them with Aaron Stevens as their manager. Very good. So there are some things that Billy and his team are doing well. And again, I think the only thing that we were, everybody was really complaining about was the whole Tyrus thing. So that's over now. Now we'll see. Yeah, we were we were nitpicking about maybe some other things, but I have to say I thought they did a pretty good job um, this weekend. I'm, I'm not. There's nothing I'm upset about. There's nothing I could say. Oh shoot! You know what? This is making this is pissing me off. I'm gonna, you know, no nothing. Excellent points, Doctor G. Um, number all right, so my three points, and the last one, my last point is a question to you, and then we could we could talk about it for we could expound on it. Number one, um, I like the jackets. You know, every year over the past few years, this is a stupid point, but you know, every year they change the color of their blazers. Uh, you know, NWA seventy three, they had blue blazers, and they had those for a year, and then NWA seventy four last year, they changed to purple blazers. And this year, with NWA 75, they went to, like, burgundy, which is a personal favorite color of Dr. G and I. Um, we wear a lot. Uh, <laughs> um, so they will have purple, well, they'll have burgundy blazers for the next year, I'm assuming. That's just being funny. 
Uh, number two, uh, I got. I'm not gonna lie. I know we we make fun of these crowds. You know, they're kind of small. But I will say this: the crowds were the crowds were pretty ornery this weekend. There was some volume. Yeah, for some the, of the, the matches, I agree. For some of the matches, you know? I thought it was pretty good. And um, even in the in the title match, you know, you got a little bit of cheering, like almost like the John Cena type of thing. You know, some were chanting Tyrus, some were chanting EC3. Um, but I thought the crowd was pretty good at the end, and you know, when Tyrus did lose, and you know, he got on the mic, and I, you didn't hear like too many like shitty comments coming from the crowd or anything that you could hear anyway visibly on the air right so i thought that was really good um yeah i mean i'm telling you i I, i'm pleasantly surprised i thought you and i were going to be scorching the earth this week so um uh, i thought so too but it was only because of one match um i uh my other first point is I did enjoy that a lot of homegrown talent got over. I think the match that stunned me the most, um, two matches, actually, I was very pleased with the result. Joe Alonzo beating Homicide and Kerry Morton beating Matt Cardona. I think Kerry Morton and Joe Alonzo are two guys. We heard Billy in interviews. He likes both of them. And, and there's two cases where he should. They're homegrown guys. They're, they're loyal NWA guys. They should have won those matches. Homicide bounces around. Matt Cardona's not sticking around. He became he was here this weekend to pop uh, you know a couple of pay per view buys. He ain't sticking around. So that that I thought was a great move booking wise. And number three, and this is a question, Doctor G, question that I want to ask you. Uh, I'm not going to get into Tyrus. You you said it. You hit the nail on the head. Um, I didn't like him as champion. I thought he was past his prime as a wrestler. Having said that, the match tonight or last night was not horrendous. We've seen crappier. It wasn't great, but at least there was a weapon. They used the bull rope and there was a little story in there, a little drama. But, I mean, it still wasn't the best. But it wasn't as abysmal as past Tyrus matches, I'll say that. But it it could have been worse, let's put it that way. So I won't get more into Tyrus. You, You hit the nail on the head. The question I ask you now is, is Camille done? Meaning, meaning, let me, let me, let me preface. A, she, um, does she take just time off? Does she say, you know, she is, her and Tom Latimer are married. Maybe she wants to be a mom. So maybe they're going to, she's going to take time off and, and, and they have their first child. You know, that's entirely possible. Life happens, you know? Yep. Um, uh, is she stick around? Is this a was this a quick fix and Camille wins it at the next pay-per-view? Or does Camille pivot and maybe feud with somebody else? Maybe her and Markova keep battling. Um what yeah. is next? Because when you have a reign like that, and listen, WWE's gonna have the same problem. Let's say, uh, let's just, you know, spitball and say on the night of April, whatever date it is, April 2nd or April 7th or whatever in Philadelphia, if Roman Reigns finally loses to Cody Devontae Rhodes. WWE is going to be in the same pickle. What do you do with somebody who's held the belt that long and put together such an impressive undefeated run? What do you do? Well, that's so, so I that's ask you, the problem. What, is what is Camille's future? I ask you. You know, that's a problem. I think any time of 
you know, there's not, you know, champions that had long reigns. Like, even think about Bruno, and, you know, he wanted to take a break, but then he was kind of, like, toiling around, you know. I wouldn't say mid-card, but he wasn't always the main event. Like, so, what, yeah, you're right. What do you do with Camille? Um, with not knowing her personal status, just say, you know, we don't know any of that part. Um, I, I mean, when we say take time off, I mean, they don't wrestle every day for the NWA, so... Um, I know that they do some indie shows and stuff like that. I would say uh, I'm I'm just gonna guess that she's gonna kind of have to work her way back to the championship. But I think I think her and Markova are gonna have a little bit of a feud still to see who who's gonna go against Kenzie. I have a feeling that this coming Tuesday or tomorrow, I should say, if you're listening to this on Monday, on the first new episode of Power. Uh, because they are taping today. I guess they're taping today, if you're listening to this on Monday, back in Nashville. Um, we'll talk about our show in a minute, speaking of. Um, I have a feeling Camille's going to get out there and say, listen, Kenzie, you did it. Nobody else could. Nobody else could. I've gone through everybody in this business in the last 813 days. Everybody. And you got me. You are the world women's champion. And after the run I've had, maybe it's time I take a step back and recharge the batteries. And I think Camille leaves for a while. Uh, I think be- Camille takes, I don't know if she'll take like a, like maternity leave. Or I don't know if she'll have a, obviously, as, again, as I mentioned, her and Tom Latimer, are of course, married. I don't know if they're planning on starting a family at, right now or whatever. But I think that we may not see Camille again until, I'll be generous. Maybe hot times if it's in December or January, but I would not be surprised if we don't see her again till the Crockett Cup. You could be, well, listen, you could be right. She may take off till like April. I don't know. Maybe she's helped, maybe she helps Jazz book. She stays behind the scenes and takes a break because her body's gone through a lot the last two years, two and a half years or whatever. Um, you know, maybe she just recharges the batteries, but she still travels and she helps book the women's matches, et cetera, et cetera. Who knows? Maybe she helps get Ken. Now, Kenzie Pate, now her, her, her faction, pretty empowered. They all have belts. Kenzie and her sister and Ella Envy. Yep. They all have, they all have gold now. So. Nice little faction. Yeah. We'll see what happens. And the one more extra thing. Billy said, we, we, had, we kept referring on when we did the preview the other night. Uh, to an interview that Billy did with Chris Van Vliet. And uh, he talked about, like, I don't like hot-shotting belts and everything. And and that's true, he doesn't. But this weekend, holy shit, the only champion that survived the weekend, not counting the national heavyweight title because it was vacant, the only champion to survive the weekend was Tom Latimer. We have a new world champion. We technically have a new national champion. So here's the honor roll now. Our new world heavyweight champion, EC3. Our new national heavyweight champion is Throwbilly Silas. Tom Latimer is still our TV champion, but as we know, that ain't going to last too much longer. Our new tag team champions, our new world tag team champions, Blunt Force Trauma. Our new U.S. tag team champions, Daisy Kill and Talos. Our new women's champion, Camille, uh, uh, Kenzie Page. Our new women's tag team champions... Pretty empowered. Our new junior heavyweight champion, Colby Carino. Is that all of them? Did I get them all? I think I did. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, I think that's all. 
The only champion that survived the weekend, and that was by design, of course, was Tom Latimer. And that's because he had to for the future. I think I still stick to my guns, Dr. G. I thought it would be last night, but they took another, they pivoted and went another way, and I'm okay with it. I do see between now and NWA 76, next August back in St. Louis, Tom Latimer will be the world's heavyweight champion. And I think he's definitely, I mean, we've been saying that for the last year, year and a half. Yep. And we didn't think it was going to happen after a while, but it did. No. And I also, Doctor, I also, um, I think Kerry Morton is a guy to keep an eye on. I agree. I think Kerry Morton is a guy to keep an eye on. Now, the other thing is Camille may just leave. Now that she's no longer champion, maybe Impact has an interest. I don't know if... Uh, I don't know if at the moment she'll go to WWE or AEW. I feel like their women's divisions are kind of solid right now, and they need to kind of reestablish them within. But I could definitely see Camille going to Impact. Maybe to ROH. I, I could maybe see Tony signing her and her going to ROH and maybe feuding with Athena if she leaves. Yeah, I'm, she's I, very I, loyal. I, I, to, I, she's I, very loyal I, to Billy. Is right now, so she's loyal to Billy. I mean, Billy gave her a, I got to give Billy his due. Billy gave her a platform to be as great as she is. So let's keep that in mind. Hey, you got, you got to give props where props are due. I, I yep. think uh, the NWA and Billy and his team did a great job uh, over the weekend. And they did. I, I really don't have many complaints. For the first time in a while, Billy finally read the room. He read the room. I mean, because, Ta- I mean, Tyrus was getting booed. At the beginning of the match. Of course, everybody got all emotional. He's retiring. And that's you get wrapped up in it. That's fine. You're human. But Billy finally read the room and said, all right, it's time for me to move on, put it on a fresh guy, and start re- rebooting and stuff. So um, if this show is being treated like their WrestleMania or like their Starcade back in the day, of course, then this was a great moment. I highly suggest um, if you want to spend the money uh, to get the replay. Um it was really, it was really a good, it was really a good show, and it gave me some faith, some faith, back in the NWA. Because I'm gonna say it now. I kept talking about it, so to wrap up our our, our reaction special. So behind the scenes here in the offices of the PTB Wrestling Network Incorporated LLC Esquire, there was discussion. Well, but pretty much by me. That if things did not go the way I wanted them to last night, I was ready to literally burn this earth to the ground. Tell the NWA to stick it where the sun don't shine and get re- and reboot this show as something else. I was going to retire. I was going to give, like uh, Vince said in 2002, I was going to give the NWA Saturday special a lethal dose of poison. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> and we were going to do, and we were, Dr. G and I were going to just start a whole new different show. Now, having said that, and how the results of the, of uh, NWA 75 went, I'm a little more optimistic than I was before. But having said that, I still kind of, we're still t- talking about the idea of maybe expanding to do some other things. So I'm not saying that the NWA Saturday special is gone. However, 
we may expand that show to other things. We may rename it. We may not. We may do a second show where we talk about other wrestling. There may be some changes, some additions. I won't say changes. Maybe some additions to the PTB Wrestling Network in terms of content. Maybe. I'm thinking about it. I'm a little more up in the air now than I was had Tyrus won. Not going to lie. I'll just say it right now. Had Tyrus won, this place is getting burned to the ground. And Billy, you were done. But you saved yourself, at least from this podcast. The one that you should be kissing its ass every week. That's how great we are. Not not snotty nose there in that, that kayfabe propaganda podcast you have on YouTube. This one. The one that tells the truth. You got to stay of execution, William Patrick Corgan. But I still got my eye on you because there's there's still a good chance that you could fucking shit the bed. But you did pretty good. All the title changes made sense. And Tyrus is gone. So that's a good thing. But Dr. G and I may expand. Never know. We're going to talk about it. The NWA Saturday special will not die. Not yet. But it may stretch a little bit and and go to other things. What are your thoughts on that, Dr. G? Would you like to talk about some other things? (laughs) Talk about some other promotions? Talk about some other wrestling? What do you think? Uh, Why not? You don't care. You talk. You'll talk about anything. What do you care? Who cares? Exactly. You'll talk about anything. Who cares? We're going to do a podcast about pizza. (laughs) Oh, that'll get everybody going. Yeah, we had some good. Uh, we had some good dinner tonight. I will say. Um, all right, so that'll do it for this wonderful reaction special. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. We we're assuming if you listened all the way to the end, you watched it because you didn't care about us doing the results. We were going to take. I'm going to say this though. We are up in the air about this coming weekend. Um, it is Labor Day weekend. Uh, keep an eye on Twitter this week our Twitter at PTBN wrestling, because as mentioned, uh, you know, tomorrow is the first, uh, if you're listening to this on Monday, tomorrow, of course, is a new episode of NWA. And if it's a worthy, if it's just like a recap show with clip stuff, we may take the weekend off and start fresh in two weeks when Dr. G and I will be visiting another promotion. Um, if it's a if it's a power that's worth talking about, then maybe we will do a show this coming weekend. It all depends on what Billy puts up Tuesday night on YouTube at six oh five for the first of the new season of Power. So keep an eye on our Twitter at PTBN Wrestling, and we'll let you know if there is a show this weekend. But follow the Twitter anyway because we do the wrestling time travel, we do polls, we do comments. Um, yeah, we have a lot of fun on there. Uh, of course, we have our personal Twitters. I am at Scott C. Potfather. G is at Dr. G. PTB. But I prefer, well, I mean, follow us, please. But I, I definitely would love for you to follow the brand, at PTBN Wrestling, the PTB Wrestling Network Twitter. We do all sorts of good stuff. And keep an eye on it this week, and we'll let you know, probably by Thursday, um, if we're going to have a an episode of the Saturday special this coming Labor Day weekend. If not, it'll definitely be the weekend after. We'll kind of reboot and uh, talk about some other stuff, as well as the NWA. Doctor, any final thoughts? I just want to say that um, I'm, I'm really happy about this show. I'm looking forward to seeing what the next season of Power brings us. And 
hopefully our shows could be a little more upbeat uh, than they were uh, this last season. I agree. I think, I think right now they're moving in the right direction. So let's see how they do it. Let's see what they do. I, I concur. I, I don't like talking shitty. I don't like neutral admiration societies either. That makes for bad, bad podcasting as well. But I'm not going to just bitch for the sake of bitching. That's phony. I'm not going to be the Craig Carton of uh, podcasting and just invent drama because I just do that. I think that's I, that's, that's a bunch of shit. Anyway. Shit. <laughs> have a great week, everybody. Thank you for listening. We will definitely be back for the Saturday special on Saturday, September 9th. We'll definitely have an episode there. We may have one next weekend, Labor Day weekend. Maybe. We will definitely be back on Saturday, September 9th, because we'll have a special report on a show that Dr. G and I are going to. So uh, stay tuned for that. Have a great week. We got some great stuff dropping on the PTB Wrestling Network. A new episode of the Place Be Podcast dropped today if you're listening on Monday. New episode of the Monday Night Project and all sorts of great stuff this week as well. Enjoy. If if we don't talk to you, happy Labor Day weekend. I'm Scott. He's the doctor. You're not. Ciao.